Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Thank you. Love you guys. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate your humor. Hot Radio Maine. You guys have an awesome radio show. Maine's hit music channel. Jesse McCartney coming to the State Theater next month. Next month. Apparently he was a uh, teen heartthrob, right? I don't. I have no idea how you don't know who he is. He was <laughs> so famous. He was also a young actor. Um, maybe I'm, just like a couple years out of my demo. Maybe. He was big in mine. Oh my God, I was obsessed. All right, Jesse McCartney, sing a little. I don't want to sing a little. It's the beautiful, he sings Beautiful Soul and he has a few other songs. You put me on the spot, so when I said I didn't want to sing a little, it's because I could not hear the lyrics in my head. My head was empty. I know. Well, um, you sang it the other day. That's uh, why I figured like you that. had it. I don't want another pretty face. Yeah, there you go. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that song. You'd be lying if you said you didn't know that song. Don't recognize it. I can't believe you. Jesse McCartney's coming to town, though. We got uh, tickets. Yes. Yeah, so if you if you appreciate and you love and you adore Jesse McCartney, please call in because we would love to give these tickets to you. He used to kiss your Jesse McCartney poster every night before bed. Yeah. Well, at camp, there was like a family camp and there was a kid's room. And in the kid's room, we would take, you know, like Tiger Beat magazine, all those. We would take all the hotties out and rip the pages out and tape them on the wall because it was a slanted ceiling. It was like an attic. And we were just tall enough that we could kiss every single poster. So it was like Jesse McCartney, Chad, Michael Murray, Channing Tatum, all the hotties. <laughs> you just had to be there. And then each person. So would... you could say that Jesse McCartney was my first kiss. Okay. <laughs> 207-807-1104 is the phone number for these tickets. It's uh, Wednesday and we have a would you rather. Yes. Let's go a little morbid for this would you rather. Morbid? Yeah. Would you rather marry someone that you don't love or marry someone that doesn't love you? Oh, okay. So like you marrying Jesse McCartney. You love them. But he doesn't love but me. But he doesn't love me back. Yes. <laughs> So something exactly like that, or right, vice versa. What are you going with? Um, uh, someone I love and doesn't love me, or someone I don't love. Mm. Who would you rather marry? You're on the clock. You came up with the question. You don't have your answer. I would rather marry someone that I don't love, and I hesitated because I know that that's bad. But I'd rather be a gold digger. I'd rather marry an old man that I don't like, and then take all his money when he dies. Because they... I could not, I could not mentally be married to someone that doesn't love me. I've already been in relationships where people hate me, and it was traumatizing. Got it. I'm gonna go with the same as you. Are you gonna find an old man and marry him? Yeah, an old and man. Take all his money. Take all his money. No, I, for different reasons. Well, actually, there could be an old woman out there with lots of money. It's not. Uh, it's not about financial gain for me. It's more about like attention. Like I. Oh. I need, okay. I, uh, I I need the loving attention. I can't. I can't be in a relationship where somebody's giving me a cold shoulder all the time. But you're not going to give them any lover attention. Yeah, that's you're fine. Giving them the cold shoulder. I'm a selfish person though. So if I had to choose, you're putting me in a hypothetical where I have to choose. Yeah. I'd rather let's me expose everybody. I'd rather be the mean person here and still get the love back you know what I mean yeah I don't want the short end of the stick on this one yeah. I wonder if anyone's gonna even choose the other side at this point well let's see would you rather marry someone that you don't love or marry someone that doesn't love you okay so if you marry somebody that you don't love the the catch there is that they really love you I gotta be honest with you I wish we didn't do this topic because it's like two truths and a lie I'm, I'm getting so mixed up <laughs> I'm getting, I can't follow along. <laughs> Let's just keep it simple. You love them. They don't love you <laughs> or they love you. You don't love them. No, it's marry someone you don't love. Marry someone doesn't love you. Simple, simple, simple. Tiffany and Auburn, did you understand our would you rather? <laughs>
Well, I kind of shut it off hoping that you would pick up the phone. Okay, well, I'll ask you right now. Would you rather marry someone that you don't love or marry someone that doesn't love you? Marry someone that I don't love. And why? Because at least I know I'm going to be treated good. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly what Ryan said. That was my answer as well. (laughs) Donovan from Wolfboro. Are you a big uh, Jesse McCartney fan? Uh, My wife is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. I just learned about Jesse McCartney this week. That's a lie. I don't believe you. I want to hook you up to a polygraph. Uh, the would you rather, would you rather what, Tara? Marry someone that you don't love or marry someone that doesn't love you? Uh, that's a t- real tricky question. I know it. I'm struggling with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a win-lose situation. Yeah, what are you going with? You got to pick one. Probably marry somebody I don't love. Ooh. Everyone. See, I told you no one was going to choose the other way, Tara, because you want the love and affection back and the attention back. You don't want someone being mean to you all the time. Be my situation. I married somebody that I love and they love me. So. Oh, good. Well, yeah, that's the ideal situation. Which is very true. And the best way to keep that going is by winning Jesse McCartney's <laughs> tickets, right? Correct. <laughs> all right. Well, who are we to stand in the way of love, Tara? We're not. No. <laughs> Let's make this happen. We're going to hook you up with tickets. All right. Really appreciate it. (laughs) I know that your wife is going to sound more exciting than you just sounded once you tell her that you got the tickets. (laughs) Do you think that you will be going to the Jesse McCartney concert with your wife? Probably. She went to the NLE concert with me. Well, you better study up. Beautiful soul. Add it to your library. There you go. That's an even trade. She went to NLE and (laughs) and you're going to Jesse McCartney. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) You're you're in there. All right. Congratulations. We're going to have another pair of tickets uh, to give away to the Jesse McCartney show tomorrow. And then coming up this hour, we're going to be playing Brains with Bang for 200 bucks. Congrats, Donovan. Thank you. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. We got $200 in this prize pot for Brains for Bank. $200 in the prize pot. And as we gear up to play, we want to know what? What is something people would be surprised to learn about your job? We're peeling back that magic curtain. We're looking behind it and like, oh, snap. I didn't know that that went on. Um, I thought about this because I saw this article, which kind of blew my mind. And I'm sure I'm going to surprise a lot of people that didn't see this article about flight attendants. So in a first for major airlines, Delta Airlines, is going to start paying their flight attendants during the onboarding process. The company announced this on Tuesday. For airlines, apparently it's common that the flight attendants don't get paid until after the passengers are seated and the doors of the plane are closed. That is so stupid. That is dumb. That blew my mind. Like, I'm assuming they're helping people. They're going to get drinks already. They're they're, they're helping people lift their bags up into the overhead compartment, all of that stuff. They're not getting paid. They're not on the clock until the doors are shut and every Everybody's seated. That is absurd. And I know Delta thought that they were doing a good thing by making this statement on Tuesday saying we value the work that they're doing to make sure everyone gets seated and the plane takes off safely. So we're going to start paying them and everybody in the comments. Like, huh? Huh? You're telling me they don't get paid? And that blew my mind. I can't believe that, honestly. My mind was blown. So what about, I'm thinking... This might be a trick question. So what about when everyone's on the plane and the plane just hasn't taken off yet? There's a delay and you're on, you're there for like an hour. I would hope they're getting paid. I don't know. Maybe a flight attendant that's listening will, will text in uh, about that. Uh, hopefully at some point they, they start getting paid because you'll sit on the runway forever for exactly for some delays. Yeah. But this says that common practice is once everybody's in their seat and the doors are up, I think that's the thing. Once the doors are shut and everybody's in their seat. How that's, do you monitor that? You, that's like, when Punch in? That's when they're on the clock. That is so weird to me. Mind blown by that. And I'm thinking about 
So you're telling me that you're lifting up heavy bags and throwing it in an overhead compartment for free? You're already dealing people who are like, hey, can, can I get a drink? Can I get a snack? And it kind of makes, it's, things are starting to make more sense because I was having a really hard time. I, I had nowhere to put my suitcase on the plane and I was looking around and all the overhead bins were full and there was a line of people behind me. I was towards the back of the plane and I went into full panic mode and I'm looking around and I just start talking to the people next to me. I go, where is the flight attendant? She's not coming out front. She's not getting paid yet. Although my, me. my mentality as a flight attendant, I would see you and I'd be like, just shove it in the compartment. No, I was. I'm not getting paid until you're in your seat. Let's no, go. Trust me. I, Come on, sweetie. I am a, I am a problem solver and I actually jammed my suitcase in when it didn't fit. It got stuck. So I had three people behind me like, pull, and then she took it away. So we're asking today as we get ready to play uh, Brains for Bank for $200, what? What's something people would be surprised to learn about your job? Like okay. we were surprised that flight attendant was not getting paid to help me with my suitcase. You give you give yours. Okay, so something that people would be surprised to learn about my job working in radio is that there isn't actually like a red carpet VIP invite to every single concert in the area. I have people that hit me up, my sisters especially, to ask if they can get passes to shows in different states. And I'm like, no. And if we do get passes, they're mine and I'm going. Like, I don't have like, I don't have these magic, this magic wand where I can just like, I don't know. I'm not there yet in my career. Maybe if I was a big wig, I could just like call someone up and be like, hey, can I get an invite? Yeah, to I was going to say maybe for you, but for me. No, but it's like people, I can make the tickets happen. It's like people ask me constantly and I'm like, no. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. If there's a show I want to go to, I could probably make it happen, but that doesn't mean I'm going to make it happen for everybody that hits me up. Exactly, because then you do it for one person and then everyone is just like, I don't know, it was a mess. And then I'll also get the random requests from people that I barely know. They're like, hey, Dirk's Bentley is going to be down here. I'm like, I have no <laughs> clue what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't get you that. I'm yeah, not so overextending myself for that. There aren't actually free tickets to everything. And I mean, like, even if you did reach out, like if like when Dua Lipa was in Boston, if, if you reached out to Dua Lipa team like they could say no you know it's not like just because you work in radio you get to go to maybe, every single event maybe for you maybe for you <laughs> no one knows literally no one knows who i am if i reached out and asked for tickets it would go to their spam folder um <laughs> i do like when we have our hot shows i'll keep a couple extra tickets on me and if like the moment presents itself i'll uh i'll hook some people up in the streets I enjoy doing that. That is fun. Yeah, that is, that, fun. That is always awesome. Like there's always a bunch of kids that do um, the end job of the car wash. You know, they like wash it down with a towel after you go through the um, vacuums. Are they yeah. vacuums that vacuum up Blow the water? Blow dryer. Blow dryer. That's the word I was looking for. Air dry. Yeah. Brain is mush today. Uh, sometimes I'll like hook them up with tickets if I have some extra. For oh, like this, this is an example um, with the weekend concert coming up at Gillette. And nobody better ask me if they can go to that show because I am doing the best I can to be able to go to that show. And I probably will not be able to. Amanda. So what do you do for work? I work in a pharmacy. I used to work retail, but I'm not retail anymore. So. All right. So you work in a pharmacy. And what mm -hmm. is something that people would be surprised to learn about your job? People always think you just have to slap a label on it. And that's not all it is. Elaborate. 
people always think that it's like a quick, easy thing. You just slap a label on the package and you're good to go. But you have to like input all the info in the computer to get that ready to go. And so they think it's like fast food. It's It's making more sense because I've been very frustrated before. My doctor has called in a prescription for me and they say it'll be ready in 20 minutes. And then I get to the pharmacy and they're like, no, it's going to take an hour. And I'll sit in the lobby and just watch them. And then I finally see them go over and just grab a bag and then cash me out. And I'm like, it was there the whole time? Why did it take so long? They probably called your name when you walked away or something. I don't know. You missed your name for sure on that one. Yeah. You have to be very careful. You have to be meticulous about this. You can't give somebody the wrong medicine. It makes sense. I know this is what we need to be flabbergasted all the time with. This is like your life we're dealing with, your medication. Yeah, God God forbid you gave somebody the wrong medicine. Maybe they were allergic to it. They had a reaction. Boom, they're out. Exactly. Yeah, it goes through like a few different cues before it gets to the pharmacist for final check. So, yeah. Got it. It takes a a, a few minutes. (laughs) So people would be surprised to learn that you don't just slap a label on it. You got to do the checks and balances. Exactly. What's something that people would be surprised to learn about your job? Something that people would be surprised about my job? You gave your answer. My answer is that I'm not always alive in the studio, Tara. You're not supposed to tell people that. Well, this is what we're doing today. People would be surprised to know. We're always here in the morning live hooking people up, but there might be some times a weekend shift here or there where it's recorded and I've been caught red-handed. Oh, I have too. (laughs) I was out and a cop pulled up next to me and started blasting hot radio main and my voice was on and he pointed at me (laughs) and I thought I was going to get arrested. And he's like, hey, trick of the trade. Chantel from Portland, what is something that people would be surprised to learn about your job? Okay, that's CNAs. Don't just wipe ass. Yeah, that's what everyone says they do. It's so annoying and it's so ignorant. Like, and it comes from like my friends and stuff. They're like, oh, you got to go to work. You got to go wipe ass. And I'm like, no, that's not all I do. I remember hearing about this when I was like in high school, people being like, oh, well, if you're going to be a CNA, that you're going to be wiping old people's asses all day. And I was like, what? (laughs) Then why do so many people do it? Yeah, no, it's more than that. But you do have to wipe the bums. Uh, yes, unfortunately, that does happen. <laughs> yeah, but what else do you do? What else? Stuff. Let everybody else know all the other things that you do. Okay, well, my new position, I'm actually in the Westbrook School District doing the um, pool COVID testing on the children. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that does not involve wiping ass. There you go. There you have it. Yeah, you might actually get fired if you wipe one of the kids' bums. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought of another one for me. What is it? Uh, I get a lot of um, replies to our social media posts. And I don't know if it's because, you know, we do the morning show or I also am on in the afternoons. I'm on air a lot. But people think that everything that gets posted on the hot page is you is me over the weekend somebody posted something like depressing on the hot page and i'll get screenshots or text messages from people being like are you okay is everything okay is everything all right with you i get so confused and like well i saw that you posted this online i'm like i don't even use facebook what are you talking about (laughs) like it's on the hot page i'm like the hot page is not me that's like what your parents always warn you about is you're guilty by association right (laughs) 
So I'm depressed by association if there's a depressing post that goes up? I guess so. Or we'll ask a question on the page and somebody will just text me the answer and I have no context clues. And I'll, I'll say, I don't know what you're talking about right now. I'm like, I'm <laughs> answering your question. Like, it wasn't my question. <laughs> it was whoever posted it on our page's question. Normally it's Reed or some other people that work here that, that throw up the uh, posts and the questions. But it's not always me. In fact, the majority of the He's time- innocent. It's not me. I can't tell you the last time I've posted something on our Facebook page. Oh my God. Stop texting me. If you know me, stop texting me about our Facebook page. I don't know what's on there. I hate Facebook. <laughs> we got to play Brains for Bank, Tara. 207-807-1104. 207-807-1104. Calling number 10 right now. You're playing Brains for Bank. We got $200 in the prize pot. <laughs> Bella from Kenny Bunk. What do you do for work, Bella? Uh, I'm actually a stay-at-home mom. All so right. That's kind of my job. <laughs> what would people be surprised to learn about being a stay-at-home mom? I also do not just wipe bums all day. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very solid answer. You know, I love and appreciate stay-at-home moms. My friend is a very young stay-at-home mom, and everyone always gives her so much crap because they think she just stays home and does nothing. I wanted to rip my hair out when I stayed with her for a weekend. I could not believe kids are such hard work. You can't do anything. You can't even shower. No, really. Like, it, it, it is completely true. It's like a lot of people think that it's not all that hard. I know. You don't have to do all that much, but it's a lot. It's, it's so exhausting. much work. <laughs> it's so much work. Is it, worth it, is it, totally, it? I respect totally, you. Totally Isn't Oprah the one that said being a mother is the toughest job in the world? Does she have what kids? No, she doesn't have kids. That's why everybody like quotes it. <laughs> Oprah's being the tough. Oh, Oprah said, "Like being a mother is the toughest job in the world." <laughs> oh, interesting thing to say, but at least she's respectful. Um, all right, right. <laughs> Bella from Kenny Bunk, right? Yeah. Would you like to play Brains for Bank? Oh my gosh, yes, totally. All right, let's do this. You're our contestant today. We're going to ask you one question. You'll have five seconds to answer. If you answer correctly, prize pot today is worth 200 bucks. $200. Ooh, I got the chills. Ooh, I like the excitement. $200 coming your way if you answer correctly. You'll have five seconds to answer. If you answer incorrectly or after the buzzer goes off, the money rolls over, and Haley will play for 300 bucks this afternoon. How are you feeling? I'm nervous, but I'm ready. I'm going to try my best <laughs> All right, so we have some like entertainment and pop culture questions, and we've also mixed in your more traditional trivia questions. Which one do you hope you get? I really don't know. Honestly, it could go either way with that. So. All right, let's take a Either shot. Way. Let's Either take way. A, let's take a shot at it, and uh, I'm gonna read the question, and then the the timer will start. Are you ready? Yeah, I am ready. The three part documentary titled Gene Yus revolves around who? Oh. I don't know this. I don't know this. <sighs> Any guesses? If you had a guess. No, I've, I've never even heard of it. So if you, I have no idea. If you had a guess of one artist who thinks that they're a genius, <laughs> who would your guess be? Probably Kanye West. And, oh. and you would have been right. You would have been $200 richer. Oh, oh God. Bella. I had no idea. <laughs> I'm like, so what? <laughs> Sometimes you got to just take that guess. But yeah. Kanye West three-part documentary that just recently dropped on uh, on Netflix called Gene Yus. Um, the good news here, though, Bella, is you can play again this afternoon at 5 p.m. with Haley. And if you got the 5 p.m. question right, you'll win even more money. It's going to be $300 at 5 p.m., all right? Oh, well, that's okay. At least I 
play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep trying. Keep trying. We're going to be doing this for uh, like the next six weeks. So plenty of chances for you to get some cash. All right. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. Have a good one, Bella. <laughs> Thanks. You too. Wow. She was so pleasant even after she lost. I'm sick to my stomach right now that her educated guess was correct. That's what I'm saying. You can't freeze up. Sometimes you got to just throw something out there. If you don't know context clues, take a shot at it. Take a stab at it. Uh, Brains for Bank is made out of Maine by Lee Auto Malls. People who use their brains and buy their cars from Lee save major bank. More cars, better financing, easier approvals at LeeCredit.com. Next chance to play is this afternoon with Haley, 5 p.m. She now has $300 in the prize pot. Hot Radio Man. Oh, Lord. Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Megan Fox has confirmed that no relation to Tara. Megan Fox has confirmed there that is relation. She, <laughs> I don't know why I decided to just throw shade. It just came to me. <laughs> One day you could be saying Tara Fox has revealed that she drinks her boyfriend's blood. Yeah, I could be saying that, but I won't be saying that you're actually related. <laughs> Megan Fox has confirmed that she and Machine Gun Kelly have drank each other's blood, but that is not as gross as it sounds. Are you... Just a little sip. I know your real last name is Fox. Is Megan Fox's real last name Fox or is that like a stage name? Oh, I've actually never looked into it. Oh. I would assume it's her real name. Not the biggest fan then, huh? Um, so here's what her comment was. So I guess to drink each other's blood might mislead people or people are imagining us with goblets and we're like game of thrones drinking each other's blood it's not that it's just a few drops but yes we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only love i didn't really think that they were drinking each other's blood outside of ritual purposes like what are we having for dinner tonight oh blood and steak but like our own blood out of cups no ritual purposes only does that make it better you know how people were freaking out about this when it first came out like six months ago or i don't think it was that long however long ago everyone was like yeah that's disgusting uh, isn't the body of christ supposed to be blood no in church it's supposed it's, to be the body but it's wine which the is wine supposed is supposed to be, supposed blood. To be blood the wine isn't oh oh the body of christ is the cracker yep. is the little chip but what's the wine his blood, his the blood. blood of Christ. Yeah, but it's not. It's just like Carlo Rossi or whatever the brand name of. But you <laughs> could say blessed. you could say that that's a ritual going to church and eating the body of Christ and drinking the wine, which is supposed to resemble his blood. But can I tell you a secret? You can't drink real blood. What's up with that? Can I tell you a secret? Sure. So I was an altar boy. Chug it. Then when they would do uh, the communion, the priest would go out. I don't know what the communion givers were, but there was overachievers in the church that would also get their Christ crackers and they would hand it out to people when that would happen, me and the other altar boys who I went to like middle school with, or it was probably elementary school, trying to think of what age I was, we would go into the back room where they had the fridge, where they had the wine <gasps> and we would take little hits off of the wine. Not. Yeah. That's really bad. You were in a church. I know. I know. That's terrible. You weren't, you weren't scared of God watching you? Yeah. That should have been a big red flag. <laughs> You're, you're in his house drinking his wine. I remember wine going in the back. Scared. I forgot who the first one was doing. It's like, you won't take a sip. All right. Let's. Did you get drunk? Did you feel a buzz? No, we just were like just idiot kids sip. taking sips out of it. Hey, you can drink that kind of blood. You can drink. And that's when I signed blood. my ticket to hell. Anyways. See you there. <laughs> It's for ritual purposes only. Yes, Megan Fox continued. I'm much more controlled. I read tarot cards and I'm into astrology. There was like the blue moon or whatever moon ceremonies. That's when they would have a little droplet of each of their yeah, blood. It, it can be for manifesting. Um, it can be for tying two souls together. There's a bunch of different ways. She said that he's uh, much more hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. <laughs> 
I know that's really bad, but there's something about that that's attractive to me. I love a man that is hopelessly devoted. She said uh, that she manifested Machine Gun Kelly and that he is her perfect body type. Same. You manifested Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> and he is your perfect body type? I mean, if Tucker started dressing like a punk rocker and we bleached his hair because he has natural strawberry blonde, but if we lightened it, I think. Would you drink his blood? If it was a few drops, yes. Not a goblet. Not a goblet. Daily Mail shared a story accusing Kim Kardashian of photoshopping her belly button out of a recent Instagram post where she can be seen modeling some of her Skims products. The 41-year-old quickly shut them down, calling their comments dumb and then she, she threw was like, guys seriously you believe this it's like well you gave us reason to believe yeah she threw in some free promo for her own products writing belly button insecurities well why don't you head on over to skims.com to conceal that saggy belly button of yours with a great <laughs> pair of high-waisted underwear like i did you're welcome does you're, the belly button get saggy i'm sure that maybe after you have a baby yeah pregnancy issues there for sure issues oh like i mean it changes through, i mean the body changes through pregnancy right i've just never heard of a. let saggy. me mansplain you what happens <laughs> When I'm a truly, woman is pregnant, all right, Tara? I'm I'm truly <laughs> shocked by the wording there. Saggy. I've never heard of a saggy belly button. Uh, also, that wasn't my wording. That was her wording, okay? Right, right, right. Would it be the biggest uh, thing in the world if they photoshopped out a belly button? I mean, they literally no. put True's face on Stormy's face at Disneyland yeah. and they got caught photoshopping one child's face onto another. Oh, they loved Photoshop. So it's not the most outrageous accusation. Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers' relationship is over. Deja vu. Uh, the two have called off their engagement again. After nearly two years together, a source close to Rodgers told people that the breakup was amicable, adding that they're very different people with busy careers and there were obstacles that they couldn't surmount. They will remain friendly. There's no bad blood, no drinking of blood, and no drama. It just didn't work out for them. Shailene uh, felt everything was on Aaron's terms and it wasn't making her happy out of the in insider. That's the same thing that we heard the last time they broke up. Yeah, it's the same old thing again. Guys don't change. What do you think about her? I, do you I, know anything about her? I, I have no thoughts on Shailene Woodley except for the fact that she was in The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Some people might disagree with me, but I think she's an amazing actress. I think she's such a good actress. Which that now reminds me of a movie that I need to watch. Why? So she was in that and there's like a kid from, there's a guy from Maine and I say kid because they were playing kids on the show. Greg Finley. Yeah, yeah, he was, is that his real name or his character's name? I think his real name. I thought his name was. Maybe he's, it's not. He's That'd in that be embarrassing. He's in that show and then remember he came back and did like the, the crime movie in Portland where yeah. they're at like the Portland Boxing Club and Ruskies and all that. Uh, somebody just told me that it's on one of the streaming services. Oh, perfect. And, and so here's my opportunity to watch it. Thanks, Shailene Woodley, for the reminder. Elon Musk's $44 billion purchase of Twitter has been the talk all over the world with the sale going through. Uh, Ice Cube wants a favor from the new owner. Cube tweeted, free at last, at Elon Musk, take off my shadow ban, homie. We'll see if Elon responds. I mean, I guess he is shadow banned because I didn't even know he was on Twitter. I've never seen a tweet from Ice Cube, ever. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> You didn't think shadow bans were real. No, I thought it was a myth that influencers would say so that you would click on their page and get their numbers up. I don't know about Twitter, but I know for sure it's real on Instagram because there's been multiple times where I've gone to search out a celebrity and I can't find them. Like I have oh. to figure out their uh, their tag uh, as perfectly as possible. Normally you start typing a few letters in, even their real full name and boom, it's the first thing that pops up. But so sometimes even when you type in the exact tag, of uh, an influencer or a celebrity, you'll have to scroll and scroll until they're like in the bottom or the middle. 
One they, time <laughs> they bury the, they bury the like people. One time this person that I went to college with has like no followers on Twitter and they don't get any favorites or whatever, but they're always tweeting really political things and no one favorites it. Cause it's like, hello, we don't want to like, I'm not, I don't care to be seeing that. I'm not going to like it. And he tweeted recently being like, am I shadow banned? Like this tweet. If, if I'm, if you are seeing this post and it's like, dude, just no one likes it. You're not shadow banned. You have 200 followers. Did it's you, not reaching anyone. Did you like his post? No. <laughs> he, can, like, he can look at the Twitter insights. He's like, yep, I'm still shadow banned. <laughs> That's why I thought it was fake and for attention. Uh, that's your Dirty Down to 30 made how to mean by Darigo Federal Credit Union. You can save a lot on your car loan by going through a credit union, especially if you use Darigo, DarigoFCU.com. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. Dr. Fauci said the United States is finally, quote, out of the pandemic phase. Uh, what? We're out of the pandemic phase. Phase? Well, the phase of COVID-19. phase. That was the pandemic. We're out of it. Fauci said the United States was no longer seeing tens and tens and tens of thousands of hospitalizations and thousands of deaths. We are at a low level right now. The CDC also said that nearly 60% of Americans have been infected with the coronavirus, and that includes three out of four children. So we're not in a pandemic anymore. We're just in the world. According to Fauci. Wow. There's some people that are saying, well, the numbers have been rising because of the BA2 Omicron subvariant, and it might be a little premature to say that, but Fauci says we're out of the pandemic phase. Well, alrighty then. I want a blood test to see if I have the antibodies or whatever they're called. I want a like, full blood test to see if I ever actually had it. I mean, there's no way I didn't have it. That's how I feel too. Someone I lived with in my home had it. I was safe, but how safe can you be DJing on every weekend and crowded True. bars? Like, uh, I did my best. I did, I did my best. The trouble I would have is I would say back during the pandemic, would I, I want. and people would say, we're still in the pandemic. I'm like, you know what I meant when we were like locked it's, up inside. That's what I was. When I say back during the pandemic, that was the time that I meant. What about now? But now I can say back during the pandemic, right? If we're out of the pandemic phase. I think so. And if anyone says anything, you can just send them this direct quote. Fauci says. One person is dead, another in the hospital after shooting on Woodford Street in Portland early Tuesday morning. This is our old stomping grounds. Kind of scary to see these pictures in the uh, paper today. Really actually freaks me out. Do not like this. People reported hearing an argument involving a group of people and the sound of gunshots. Police found a 43-year-old man and a 27-year-old woman in the roadway. Both had been shot. The man died. Police said the woman's injuries were not life-threatening. She got shot through the shoulder. Then apparently a bullet went right through her hat. <gasps> Close call, still trying to gather all the details of what happened Tuesday morning. When I lived over there, did crazy stuff happen to you? Because when I lived in that area of Portland, one day I was at a family picnic and I got a call from someone being like, are you watching the news? And I was like, no. And they're like, the building directly behind your apartment is burning down to a crisp. What? Like crazy stuff happens at Woodford's Corner. When I was living over there in Woodford's Corner uh, on my way to work, somebody literally drove their car through that Dunkin' Donuts. And uh, it was- See? And that was, was right across the street from my old building. Yeah, and it was still there. Like I, the car was in the Dunkin' Donuts when I was driving by one day uh, coming into the station. Like what is going on over there? So I guess you got it right there. There's some weird stuff going Spooky. on in that corner. Maine Senator Susan Collins thinks former President Donald Trump should be allowed back on Twitter. She said she doesn't agree with a lot of Trump's tweets, but thinks it's only fair for him to get his account back now that the free speech advocate Elon Musk is taking over the platform. Okay. <laughs> 
she pointed out the irony of allowing Russia, the Russian government, put messages up on Twitter during the whole war. I can't believe and then that politicians booting other people off. I can't believe that politicians like we're at a point where this is a topic of conversation. Like Twitter, remember when Twitter first came out? It was like for stalking celebrities, right? But Twitter's also a, a pretty like quick way to put out a statement about something. If I especially with celebrities so or politicians, it's like here's my statement from my account that's verified. Here's how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's. Pre- release whatever put it out right through twitter so it's kind of like a direct to the people way it's come a long way yeah uh Greeley high school in cumberland is the best in maine pat yourself on the back if you're a Greeley graduate i went to summer camp there does that count nope does not on uh, dad's weekend <laughs> dad's I, didn't know, I did not go to the school i didn't know any of the kids but my dad lives like in that region so that was the local summer camp so i went to summer camp with uh, all the Greeley kids that's a tough one i was a loser no one talked to me or wanted to be my friend uh, they already had friends of course like, and then you just this? want to hang out with your friends on the weekend. Yeah, but no, I was at uh, summer camp at Greeley High School. Third year in a row, by the way, Greeley received the state's number one slot. Congrats to them. Top five schools included Kenny Bunk High School, Main School of Science and Mathematics in Limestone, uh, Cape Elizabeth High School, and Falmouth High School. No scar, bro. Not in the top five. Hashtag Hot Show 23 starring YG. Rare East Coast up close and personal concert is going down with YG. June 16th at Aura in Portland. Tickets are available now. HotRadioMain.com. And we did just announce that Sleazy World Go is going to be opening up that show as a special guest. Uh, you might be familiar with the Sleazy Flow on TikTok Heavy. Taro if it came across my For You page, it's definitely on everyone else's. Taro's like, I don't know who that is. Then I played the song and she goes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I see that all the time. Um, so he is having a l- little bit of a moment now, and it's going to be cool to see him. Hot Show 23, tickets on sale now, hotradiomain.com. And that is five things you need to know. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Yeah, every morning. Yesterday, we talked about how the Pride Parade was returning to Portland after a two-year hiatus. Yeah. Parade and festival. Uh, we had a blast driving down Congress Street uh, in the parade the, the year that we did it. But obviously, the past two years, pandemic has shut things down. But a lot of our corporations are now starting to pregame and get ready for the upcoming Pride Month. And Taco Bell is throwing together a pretty wild fan experience. Ooh, tell me more. Taco Bell Drag Brunch. <gasps> I want to go. I want an invite. Uh, Drag brunch, I feel like, is getting more popular and popular. I'm seeing it pop up everywhere. Yes. Now it's reached, would we say, peak popularity when Taco Bell is doing their own drag brunch? I would say so. Uh, it's going to be a five-city tour celebrating drag culture in the LGBTQIA plus community at select Taco Bell cantinas across the U.S. And I actually had to look this up because it said Taco Bell cantinas. And I'm like, are they just trying to get fancy with the Taco Bell restaurant and call it a cantina? But there's actually specific, we don't have one of them here in Maine, which is kind of a bummer, but there's specific Taco Bells that have uh, a bar, they serve alcohol, what? and they have specialty recipes. Is and- there alcohol in the Baja Blast? I think there might be. They're Taco Bell cantinas are across uh, the country. The drag brunch is going to be going down at the Taco Bell cantinas. Let's see. I got a list of the spots. Vegas, of course, has one. Naturally. Um, Chicago, uh, Nashville, Times Square, uh, and it wraps up in Fort Lauderdale uh, has one. So reservations for ages 18 and up are going to be available on Open Table. Taco Bell Fire Tier rewards members can get early access now. How big of a fan of Taco Bell do you have to be to be a rewards member? Not to be like a loser here, but I'm a rewards member of almost every single fast food company. You take advantage of the I uh, do. I perks. like a deal. Oh, you do like a good deal. <laughs> 
So if we had a cantina in Maine, I would probably be a rewards member. First things first, let's get the Taco Bell cantina in Maine. Then we'll work on the Taco Bell drag brunch. And then uh, by that time, start now and you'll have all your rewards and you'll be able to use the perks at the cantina because I'm sure the rewards build up at the build up at the regular Taco Bell. Although my biggest beef with Taco Bell is when they split the restaurant like the KFC Taco Bell around the corner. Yeah. Whenever Taco Bell does cool deals, I'll get excited and I'll go to this Taco Bell and they say, sorry, you have to go to a standalone Taco Bell for that deal. This is a KFC Taco Bell. Any sense. It always blows Where's my mind. The logic behind that? I don't. I've never understood that. Just for funsies, I'm going to go over there and say I would like to make a reservation for your Taco Bell drag brunch. And I see. would have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. 